Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. This is Listener Story May. May 2019. I forgot the year. (laughs) Me too. It's gonna be May. Oh, God. I'm ready for those memes to come back. So, welcome. Welcome to our May. May. Episode. Uh, may we introduce you to six wonderful stories. Uh-huh, you may. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone who submitted stories. Yeah. If you, for some reason, uh, have yet to submit your story of a paranormal or a true crime experience that you've had or someone you know has had... Um, Please send it to us. You can send us your story at and that's why we drink at gmail.com and Eva will read them and we can potentially put them on the air for you. But what by what uh, <laughs> a wicka wicka what? What M means is we may read them on a future. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, um, help us. Help me. It's fine. We're here. We're ready to go. We're ready to rave. And you really and bought roll. the Friday's cup. I did. I thought you were being ironic and funny. No. I mean, well, I, w- I was being funny, as usual. No, I like it a lot. I bought a goblet from uh, from a th- vintage store in Nashville, and it's a TGI Friday's wine glass. What made you want to get it? You really liked it? I think it's hilarious that it says, it, lo- it looks like a goblet. Well, it used to be, like, it was one of the actual cups from TGI Friday's. I know, and they made it look like it's some fancy-ass goblet, but then it says TGI Friday's in, like, a stained glass pattern on and it. And it's very much actually plastic, it, which oh, is the fun part. Oh, it's total plastic. And it's it, like a McDonald's toy version of a TGI Friday's cup. Cracks me up. Anyway, so I bought it. I like it. My brother was like, we don't need more cups in this house. And I was like, you're like, watch me. Too late. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a cup, by the way. This is a goblet. Right, 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 right. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. So here we are. Just, just shooting the shit. Just sitting on my TGI throne. (laughs) Jeez. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, my. Oh, my. Indeed. Um, I guess we should just go right into the stories. Do you have anything to update anyone with? We have uh, shows. Oh, yeah. It's May now. We have a lot of shows. We have a lot of shows in May. Um, Specifically, we do want to shout out Albany. Yes. Um, And Huntington. And Huntington. Those are both. Those different. uh, Huntington Beach? No, no. no, That's in California. Oh. Huntington, I think, is Long Island. Oh, 
Yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. Okay. You're right. Sorry, I was thinking, I was like, that sounds like a California thing. That's where the dog beach is. No, they're both in New York, uh, and they are May 16th and May 17th. Right. Yeah, so we have a, a lot on there, a couple that we're trying to sell more for Long Island and f- that we're not sure anybody really knows about. <laughs> right. Because we right. haven't really advertised it well. Um, right as- now we still have some for Cleveland. Yes, so Cleveland actually stepped up after I yelled at everybody last episode. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Um, I'm getting really amped for that. Just booked all the hotels and travel for that. So please uh, come out. It's in a couple days after this after this uh, air. So I'm sure there will still be some tickets left. Please buy them. Uh, we would love that. And please uh, check out our live page. And that's where we drink dot com slash live. Correct. Um, to see all of our tour dates coming up and all the tickets Yay! you could still possibly get. Yes. And this is this is the last month, actually, oh, that's right. of our touring. This is the end of our tour. So the next time that you hear a uh, listener story, we're going to be like on summer break. We're quote. fucking chilling it's... with my TGI cup <laughs> at the Huntington Dog Beach. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, yes, just to let you guys know that there are still few but some shows still available so yes. please come see our us last your last chance we would love to sell out the last shows we've got on our tour be pretty baller um that being said i guess we can just go into the stories let's huh? do it all right all, all right. right all right this one is from anna and uh this is called 80s cult on the beach oh uh, okay i'm ready super anna. <laughs> wow me wow me so anna says hi you lovely monsters oh how which i love i love that uh, real quick, just so you know, I'm a huge fan of you all and think you are so entertaining and talented. I have so much love for you. Aww. Oh my goodness. Uh, now this is a quick story that I've been intrigued, but I've been intrigued by it. My dad was about 20 years old in the late eighties living in a Northern California town called Santa Rosa, which is just a short ride from Bodega Bay. Yes. And Bodega is a tiny town, not much law enforcement or beach security. Um, but this makes it easy to secretly camp near the ocean, which is what my dad and his friends were doing that night. Oh, they were drinking, smoking and whatever else late at night. And my dad walked away from the group to go to the bathroom. He decided to go up a small cliff to pee off the ledge. Uh-oh. Nice. Bad idea. Um, and he had a good view of the beach below. He looked down and saw lights in the shape of a pentagram. Ugh! Did he almost pee on a bunch of devil worshippers? <laughs> Wait! Did he? That would be great. His eyes were blurry, so he did a double take, and sure as heck, it was a pentagram of candles. And no joke, 15 to 20 people wearing hooded cloaks... Absolutely not. ...stood around a star, completely still, chanting. Absolutely not. Low-hummed chants that he could not make out words from. And in the center of the star, he saw what he figured was a sacrifice, because there was one little sheep. No, wait, I don't like that. He zipped up and got out of there real quick, once he knew what he was seeing. Well, he zipped up. And he... Went back to his friends, who obviously thought he was bananas for thinking he witnessed a cult sacrifice ritual. <laughs> but they all went to the beach the next morning, and guess what they found? Oh, shit. Oh. A sliced up, bloody, poor, okay. unknowing little sacrifice okay. of a sheep. All right. Okay. No, 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 no. The end. Thanks, guys, for reading my oh, story. what the fuck? Stay cool and don't go peeing off of cliffs at 2 a.m. XOXO Anna. Y'all are going to give me nightmares. That's so fucking horrible. That's bananas i don't like that at all to be honest with you Ugh. thank you for your story uh anna i don't mean that i like, don't like your story i mean that i'm means, traumatized like, by your thank story. you but yeah, also yeah, yeah. stop but also oh god i'm so sorry that this happened i'm so glad that this i'll never have to experience it again but thank you for the time that i that we shared thanks for thanks for the time that we shared yeah together. thanks for the memories even though they weren't so great <laughs> Okay. get out was he writing that about someone's like yes. sending in a sac a cheap sacrifice an story? 80s sacrifice on the that's beach that's so fallout boy know that? that's so fallout boy uh, listen 
I have an, a message from Alessia. Oh my, here we go. Hello, hello, people. Hello, people. I work at the Superior Court in San Diego. Oh, we got some Cali stories today. Hey, hey. And sometimes when I'm scanning documents into their case file, I come across some weird shit. Mm. First of all, I have access to murder cases in San Diego, so occasionally I look through the minutes and stuff when they line up with episodes I'm listening to on various <gasps> podcasts. Oh, nice. Uh-oh. However, today I saw probably the weirdest divorce case of all time. I work in family court, so it's all divorces or custody, and normally it's 100% and zero. It's 100%. I think they meant to say, like, sad or bad or something. Oh, I see. And 0% rad. But today there was a murder plot in one of the cases, and it was fascinating. So buckle up. I have a story. I'm very ready. It's knuckle and buckle. Knuckle and buckle. This is a divorce case from 83, and today I came across the declaration of a drug dealer. This man was selling the wife crystal meth, and after some time she asked him if he knew anyone who could kill her husband. <gasps> oh. Yikes. Family court. <laughs> okay 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 family court stepping up the game here <laughs> he said he'd do it if she gave him her toyota <laughs> stop it what the fuck what kind of world which like dude don't be afraid to ask for more for your services you work hard if you right. kill if you kill someone you should get more than a toyota in payment for sure so basically that was hard on me to don't at me about that oh the for sure was me though i was like <laughs> i know that was i was you. like well that's true i, I mean, don't to be fair if you are a hitman like if right. you're a hitman, you, you're probably asking for more than a car. I'm sure you're already charging for the crystal meth at this point. Like, right? <laughs> up it a little bit. So basically, they start plotting his murder, and they first consider using a highly toxic substance, which, when rubbed on the skin, would, and I quote, immediately penetrate the bloodstream and cause his death. Oh, my God. He then super nonchalantly concludes by saying, we also considered using a crossbow or a gun. Okay. <laughs> so then the wife tells her drug dealer that she would rather just kill him herself. She's like, this is too... I'll do it. Let me do it. <laughs> and then she contacts her drug dealer's friend. And at this point, the dude is like, no, I've had enough. So the drug dealer goes to her husband's house and tells him that his wife is plotting to murder him. Ooh, double agent. Double agent. Oh, my He's goodness. Like, All I want is that Toyota Sienna and you really fucked me over. Aww. Later that night, the drug dealer and the husband's brother, I guess they're friends now, go to a gas <laughs> Also, but that kind of comes off like the the girls that figure out that they're both being cheated on by the yes, same guy. Like that movie. Yeah. Uh, John Tucker, Tucker Must, must die. die. I don't think about John Tucker Must Die. I think about a time that, that actually happened to my friend Caroline. Yeah. And actually another friend named Kyle. Kyle was the one cheating on Caroline. And I knew both of them since like first grade. Uh-oh. And uh, in high school, Kyle was texting Caroline saying like, yeah, we should hook up. We should hook up. And she looked at his Facebook or his Instagram and found out that he was like definitely dating someone. And she wrote to the girlfriend. Yep. And so then she set, told the girlfriend to come over to her house. And so then she was like, okay, Kyle, yeah, come on over, come on over. And they were both waiting at her house Ooh! for him. And so he got there and then he got so scared that he ran out of the house and tried to back out his car to like, like, drive, like race sure. away home. And he like smashed into her mom's car. <laughs> oh, no. Or like into like a, a, a street lamp or something. He like wrecked his own car trying to oh, get away no. from his own problem. Anyway, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, but like worse. But like, like high five next to the, the crashed car or something. Uh, I don't know. It's like that, but probably much darker. It's like that, but murder. But murder. Later that night, the drug dealer and the husband's brother, I guess they're friends now, go to a gas station where the wife and the drug dealer's friend meet them and try to stab them for telling the husband. Oh, no. Then the wife and friend follow the drug dealer and brother home and they're pounding on the door saying they're coming in and going to kill them. They, <gasps> they call the cops and drive away. Then they came back and tried to beat the door down with a baseball bat. Jesus, this is like never ending. 
The drug dealer concludes his declaration by saying that she thinks she wanted to come in there to get drugs, even though there weren't any drugs in there because the husband didn't do drugs. So I read this whole thing with this man, the husband. Oh, my. Standing in front of me while he waited to get a copy of his divorce papers. Oh, my God. (laughs) So you're looking at him right in the fucking eye. Oh, Oh, no. no. Okay. Which, uh, so he's waiting for a copy of his divorce papers, which we couldn't find, which is why I had to scroll through the whole document. Oh, no. <laughs> which is why I came across this whack-ass story. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to imagine keeping a straight face while looking at the man whose wife... You're like, uh-huh, oh, uh, oh, oh, let me uh, check uh, uh, our files. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Can I get you a cup of water? Right, right, right. <laughs> Just try to imagine do keeping... You wanna, do you want, uh, like, a Honda or a Toyota? Like... <laughs> oh, my God, no. You want a car? We have a Lexus. That might be a little up more your standard. <laughs> Just try to imagine keeping a straight face while looking at the man whose wife tried to have him murdered and then decided, nah, I'll do it myself. Oh, shit. How fucking wild. Anyway, obviously he's alive. Obviously they got divorced. But damn, the 80s were fucking whack. So we're doing an 80s theme. Oh. They were whack based Even on... Even it does like to throw a little, a little uh, decade, theme at us. A decade theme. Let's see if this stays a thing. We're going to go all the way back to the 1800s. <laughs> Uh, but damn, the 80s were fucking whack, and I can't believe this information is just sitting around in a public file. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Shit's bananas. Anyway. Shit's bananas, yes. <laughs> that's what we always say. I drink because people don't realize that their divorces and murder plots are public, and legitimately anyone can see it. Smiley face. And also hey, be... <laughs> wink, wink, society. Wink, wink, LOL. Nudge, nudge, elbow, elbow. R-O-F-L. <laughs> and also because working at the family court is sad and depressing most of the time. Catch you on the flippity-flop, Alessia. Flippity flop. Wowza. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That was <laughs> bananas. Bananas indeed. I do not know what to make of all that. All right. This is a story from Tegan. Not Sarah. <laughs> I wasn't sure, going to say I'm it. I'm sure Tegan has heard that one a million times. Tegan, uh, the subject line for this email is someone's pelvis is on the trail. I don't like it anymore. Change that it. That should be a ch- like a children's book title. <laughs> uh, Change the channel. I don't want to hear it anymore. Tegan says, hi, Juniper, Geo, Eva, Christine, and M. Hi. Interesting that I came last. It's fine. It is interesting. Oh, never mind, because the next line is, oh, and Lemon. Sup, fam? What's good? Yeah. Make you feel better, Em? No. My name is Tegan, and I live in a small resort town in uh, North Idaho, uh, Coeur d'Alene. I have not heard of Coeur d'Alene. Me neither. Uh, to be exact. Sounds and lovely, by the way. Sounds uh, delightful. Delight. And I was just listening to your most recent listener story, and you said you wanted some true crime stories. So yes, I thank have you. one for you. Yay. Yay. I wait, work... wait, wait. No, it's about a pelvis. Never mind. <laughs> I don't like it. I work for a local media news company here in my town, and we're located maybe a thousand feet from a local hiking spot called Tubbs Hill. This story possibly starts on March 29th, 1986, when a local teacher wait, went. She's literally doing an 80s theme. I love it. <gasps> I like that she didn't even tell us. Eva, she's you, such a sneaky you girl. Sneaky little snake. You Aww. think that we're not going to notice, and I didn't this time, but. <laughs> and we didn't. I'm just kidding. I think. She, do you think she's doing this every single what a goober. month? There's a different she's theme. She's told us in the past. This time she didn't say anything. Mm. Last time was cats. No, last time was 90s. Oh, right. Wasn't there a cats one? Maybe. I don't remember anymore. I Eva, remember 90s. Job well done. Because there was a lot of like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and now we're doing Wait, 80s. Wait, so maybe next month will be 70s. 70s. Eva, you're setting Eva. yourself up for a really difficult Come job. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> Listeners, if you have 70s stories, please mail them in, because I'm sure there aren't quickly. that many. <laughs> in, haste, in haste. In haste. Uh, this story possibly starts on March 29th, 1986, when a local uh, teacher went missing in the area, oh, no. and her vehicle was found in the parking lot for Tubbs Hill, the hiking spot. 
Well, Thursday, the 28th, just last week, a hiker found human bones on the main trail where 33 years ago the teacher went missing. <gasps> this week? Oh my god, last month. Yikes. Shit. Being privileged enough to work in a media news setting, I'm lucky enough to have heard and seen things that the rest of the public didn't get to, including details the public does not have. Uh-oh. Yes. Which means we have them. And we're giving them to the public. <laughs> yeah, we're the middlemen. Uh, in recent weeks, we've had weather fluctuations where it goes from nearly 10 degrees at night to almost 60 in the afternoon. Oh. Hello, springtime. Yep. We all know that there, what that, we all know what that does to nature, soft ground and erosion. With this having happened, the packed dirt trail cracked, therefore showing off what it had been hiding, a human pelvis and a few other bones. Oh, no. A hiker out for a brisk morning hike was the unfortunate fella who came across it and alerted the authorities. Oh. So now it's Monday, the 1st of April, and Tubbs is open again, and the authorities have stopped searching for more evidence on the trail. Oh, my God. Not before actually coming across not only a second pelvis. Oh, uh, what? But another pair of femurs. <gasps> what? Two pelvises, another two femurs. Another body? Yikes. Gotta uh, go. Uh-oh. Uh, the police who are being stingy with the details, but, know they're, but now they're investigating a man who lives in our town just a few blocks from Tubbs Hill, who has connections to the University of Washington, uh, to none other than Ted Bundy. Oh! <gasps> Shut the fuck up. Wow. Oh, shit. Not sure exactly what's going to happen next. Things are coming up every day on it. But now there's forensic pathologists and FBI involvement. And hopefully oh, they figure something out soon. But <gasps> hey, at least the weather has been nice. And I'll probably end up running on tubs when I get off work today to soak up some well-deserved vitamin D. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Dance around that one little pelvis section, if yeah, you will. <laughs> be a little careful where you're running. I've attached a news article and a sweet video of Tubbs itself. I'm not the first. It's not the first time a body has been found on Tubbs, and CDA is no stranger to a crime, just like every other town in America. In America, um, CDA is uh, his town. Is like the little initials of his town, Coeur d'Alene. Oh, oh. and Co CDA Coeur d'Alene is no stranger to crime, just like every town in America. Serial killer and kidnapper Joseph Duncan lived down the road. And I work with the woman who was the neighbor of the family he massacred. Oh, oh shit. fuck. When she talks about the day it all went down, I swear to God, you can see the day flash in her eyes. Her kids used to play with the family's kids and had a barbecue with them the day before. But that's a whole other story. Life is crazy. Um, Idaho born and raised with Rainier beer in my veins and mountain air in my lungs. Yeah. I wouldn't trade it for anything. The world is full of scary people and scary places, but life is too short to dwell on the bad. Thank you guys for taking on the scary, unknown, and uncertain and making life less terrifying. <gasps> love your podcast a bits, and I share it with everyone I can. Hopefully, you'll come to Spokane in the future. We'd love to. Um, you guys have quite the following here, and it would be legit to see you guys in person. Thank you for everything you do. A listener from the beginning, a Patreon donor, and fan. Keep Aww. it spoopy, friends. Tegan. Oh, that's a girl's name, though, right? Yes. Okay. You were saying he, his town and stuff. I didn't know. Oh, I was just reading whatever it said. Well, like oh, I see, I see. Sorry, I forgot that your, your name was Tegan. I was just going off my ignorance. Typical. Typical. Fucking gendering everyone around you as usual. That, ain't that me. <laughs> my bad, Tegan. I've literally just started saying they about everyone because I'm like... That's probably smart. I don't want to Really, guess. the world should just start calling everyone they. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Anyway, thank you for your story. You sounds like you've thank lived you. many adjacent horrible lives with uh, with your connections to seriously several massacres <laughs> like literally first degree away from a pelvis or two yeah, yeah yeah i cannot believe that was a ted bundy adjacent that's wild mm. and it's still happening 33 years later that's just bananas Whew. okay 
Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind, especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Anyway, I now have a message from, I don't know how to Kina or Kina, K-Y-N-A. Kina? 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 We're going to say both and you can just decide for yourselves. All right. Just know that one of those is the right one, and I picked the right one. Just let's go with that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Hello, loves. Hello. Hi. Kay. What's up, girl? Or boy? Or, or they? Jesus M. <laughs> I know. I can't figure it out. Okay. Hello, loves. Buckle up and grab a drink, because I am about to blow your mind about libraries. Yes. Oh, I forgot to read the subjects of these. Sorry. Library from hell. Oh, well. <laughs> well, there you go. That'll do it. My true crime paranormal experience as a librarian. I was a librarian for seven years, so I've heard it all. Oh, you must read all day. How nice. Quote, it must be so quiet and relaxing. Or, quote, do you just shush people all day? Oh, people are annoying. People are dicks. Leave other people alone. Listen, libraries are more than books and often offer free social services that most people wouldn't be able to receive elsewhere. I promise this isn't a PSA. No, but I agree with you. I'm a huge fan of public libraries. Anyway, I promise this isn't a PSA. I just need to set the tone. These free services like computers, Wi-Fi, resume classes, and free meals for children often mean librarians have become more like social workers. Unfortunately, that turns into memorizing the police department's number and calling them around three times a week. I was a teen librarian, and while I was there, I received two death threats, which I think adds to my street cred. Oh, for sure. Obviously, yes. Two death threats. Wow. Yikes. One saw a naked man run through the library with the police in tow, witnessed some horrific fights, and heard about a few carjackings in the parking lot. It's a rough neighborhood. In 2011, I was new at the job, and they failed to mention in the application that there was a gang problem at the time. Many of the teens in my teen center were sadly in gangs and made my life quite difficult since they didn't want to listen to a nerd from small town Arkansas tell them what to do. There was a boy in particular that always made me uneasy. While his friends acted up and tried to make me lose my cool, he always sat there with a smug smile on his face. I had heard from the other kids that he was in a gang and had done some horrible things. After he had aged out of the teen center, I saw him on the news. He was arrested for the murder of his girlfriend. Oh, shit. Oof. At first, he claimed it was a drive-by shooting. It was on the steps of his grandmother's house, and when she ran outside, he began to run after a car he claimed held the shooter. But blood spatter is a thing, and the cops didn't buy it. During his trial, he finally admitted that she initiated a fight and he shot her in a fit of rage when she accused him of cheating, which he admitted he was doing. Oh, my God. But because it was a crime of passion and not premeditated, he will only serve 30 years in prison and will be out in his 50s. I know, I know, that was a bummer, but stick with me. The best part of the library was that it was built on a cemetery and haunted as fuck. Mm. The area was an African-American cemetery called the Oddfellows Cemetery. Oddfellows! You did the Oddfellows! Love a good Oddfellow. Uh, was supposedly moved when the interstate was built in the area. However, historically, they would only move the headstones a la the Poltergeist movie. Oh, 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 so they only moved the headstones down to graves. Got it. No one told me it was haunted, and I, ne and I had to open the library alone one Sunday. I was on the first floor opening when I heard the file cabinets open by themselves. Mm. I thought maybe they were on a slope, and that was normal. Oh, yeah, that, like, rolling Right, sound. right, right. Ugh. Uh, logic. Then I heard a crash upstairs. I thought someone was in the library with me and obviously thought they were about to murder me, <laughs> as you would. Right. 
But all the doors were still locked, so I went to check and found that trash cans were thrown around up there. The following morning, I asked my boss about it, and she said, yeah, that happens. Probably the ghosts. They don't bug me, though. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, okay. don't be, don't act special. I okay. See you. Thanks for the warning, ha. Huh? <laughs> also, that's quite a way to get haunted. They don't yeah. scare me. <laughs> they don't scare me as they follow me home and mm -hmm. haunt me forever. Throw trash cans around. <laughs> Over the years, it became normal. Lights turned on and off. Things feel... Things fell off the shelves in storage closets. Books fell off shelves. People saw things out of the corners of their eyes and doors would slam. One employee saw a woman in the stacks wearing an antebellum style dress looking at children's books before oh. she disappeared. Oh, the pelvis in the in the trailway. Oh, good. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's my it. my favorite children's book. I love that one. I, I hope they had there's multiple copies. <laughs> there's a pelvis on the trail. I would have to wait in a, in a rental line for that, you know? <laughs> there's a pelvis down in the trail. It's one of those books you can't renew, because, like Harry Potter, because everyone wants to check it out. Exactly. Every time you come and check it, they're like, oh, you just missed it. Sorry. Sorry. Pelvis on the... There's a pelvis in the trail. <laughs> the TVs in the teen center would turn on and off, which I think... Which I would think a teen was doing until I realized I had the remotes. Oh. Teens. Teens. They'll find a way to do it. Teens. The teens, youth. Teens. You know about those teens. Usually, once I said, listen, you're scaring the kids, everything would stop that day. Once we got a new director, I was able to schedule a ghost hunt at the library after hours. I should probably mention that we got a new director because the past one died very suddenly. Oh, shit. Oh, my. He was the first to come through. Staff was thoroughly freaked out when... Oh, he was the first to come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Staff was thoroughly freaked out when it seemed to be him communicating through the dowsing rods, and when ghost hunters asked what his last name was, a voice answered before me on the EVP recording. EVP recordings also caught a man with a very deep southern accent saying, yes, ma'am, after a question, and a giggle from a little girl in the children's area. <laughs> Yuck. They said they caught hundreds of EVP conversations at night, even more when they went to our branch library that used to be a post office and had a famous suicide in it. Oh, Great. wow. Super. I never felt scared there, though. It was almost like the ghosts genuinely loved the library and were just there to enjoy their afterlife. That would be a nice place to spend your afterlife, I would think. I think so. A library? Yeah, or like a Target. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I changed my mind. Target. <laughs> sorry, t sorry, library. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like an ice cream parlor. I could really list a few things. Actually, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, we'll discuss this later. Yeah. Thanks for reading. Love the podcast. And just voted for you to win a Webby. Thank you. Sorry about my name. It's a doozy to pronounce LOL, but then doesn't give me an actual pronunciation. Guide. Right. With love and wine, Kina. I like I'm that. I guess. With love and wine. Thank you, Kina slash Kina. Thank you so much. That was a trip. No, that was a really, really, really good covered one. all the bases. I know. I was like, okay, this is a true crime one. And then you threw in the ghost and I was like, oh, we're, wait, this is a full circle. <laughs> Congratulations. Full 180. Congratulations. Was that, how was that, was that 80s themed? Oh, maybe not. Maybe it was just an accident. Maybe the whole time Eve was like, hee hee hee, they think they know, but it's not. Ha ha. Well, yeah, I see 2011, I see 1950s. Yep, nope, I think maybe. Oh, well. Maybe Eve's just got 80s on the brain. Okay. Well, thank you anyway. That was an awesome story. That was a great story. So this one is from Haven. Okay. Haven uh, has titled this, The Secrets in the Attic. All right. Love it. Secrets in the... That sounds like another children's book. That sounds like the sequel to The Pelvis. Oh. <laughs> Maybe actually that's the prequel, The Secrets, and then all of a sudden there's a pelvis oh, on the trail. Oh, shit. It's all coming together. That's the theme Eva wanted. I see. I see. I see children's books. All right. So this is uh, my last one, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is... Let me make sure I've got the right one open. Uh, this is... Yeah. The Secrets in the Attic. All right. So... Who's it from? Haven. Oh, okay. Haven says, hey, I'm Christine, Eva, Lemon, Geo, and Juniper. Hello, Haven. I can't believe Lemon is so involved in this now. I can. 
I've been thinking about sending in this story since the first listener's episode, but never found the time. This may be a tad long, but I honestly feel like you will be the only ones to appreciate how creepy the story gets. I grew up in a single family house that was built in 1900 with my mom and two sisters. And besides the usual nightmares about being chased through the house by porcelain dolls with broken feet. Oh, yeah. I've been there, done that. Demons in the cupboard under the basement stairs. And what I'm pretty sure is a disappointments room in the attic. Disappointment? I don't know. Oh, no. Disappointment room. That sounds like something my mom would have definitely installed. <laughs> Put us in there. <laughs> Go to the disappointment room. Uh, this story is one I will never forget. I'm looking it up. Oh, it's a it's a horror movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a house. It's a room with a dark haunted past. Gotcha. Sounded and like a timeout room. It definitely has 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb. We should watch it. Sure. At our sleepover. Of, of course. Obviously. Uh, one day my sister... My sisters were gone during doing normal teenage things, and my mom and I were the only two people in the house. At the time, I was living in the room with the attic stairs attached, so behind a padlocked door, of course, because even at 10 years old, I wasn't a paranormal amateur. Good. <laughs> Smart. Uh, I had been tasked with cleaning the room, which, being a kid, I was doing as slowly as possible while my mother cleaned the rest of the first floor. That's also correct. Sounds yes. right. During this time, I heard the loudest and most unmistakable sound of a woman screaming. Oh, shit. Coming from right behind the attic door. Oh, God, oh, God. The disappointment room. That would scare the absolute bejesus out of me. I, I would be, I would absolutely leave her in there. <laughs> oh, like, don't open that goddamn door. I, no, no. Understandably, I froze mid-sweep. I yelled down to my mom and asked her if she heard it, still unable to move. She called back that it was just some kids playing outside and to continue cleaning. Okay, mom. She's like, don't look in the disappointment room. <laughs> it's just the wind. It's just another disappointment in my life. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I tried to go about my day the best. <coughs> Sorry. And tomorrow you'll find her pelvis on the trailway. <laughs> I tried to go about my, ba my day the best I could, but I could not shake the fact that oh, I knew the scream came from the attic. That's disgusting. I avoided the door in my room for many weeks until... I convinced one of my sisters to switch rooms with me. <laughs> Good. Obviously. Good. And Smart. you didn't tell her why either. You just said, hey, this would be fun. Oh, my God. Look how much bigger my room is. <laughs> uh, no, I want to give you my big room. It's because I love you so much. Yes. A few months later, the four of us were cleaning the attic and my sister saw something shiny in the wall near the window. My mom looked and thinking it was a kid's toy, pulls it out of the wall after I begged to play with it. Turns out it was a loaded antique silver revolver. What? Truly freaked out. What? She decided to give it to the cops and we never heard about it again. A few years go by and one night we were telling ghost stories and I brought up the scream. Being an age appropriate now, me being age appropriate now, and the fact that we had moved out of the house, my mom decided no. to tell me the truth. No, 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 no. She admitted that she'd heard the scream too oh and god. it wasn't kids outside. Oh my god. Can you imagine being that mom in that moment though, being like, It's the kids, it's just kids, it's ah, just the kids. My mom's thing was always, It's the wind, it's the wind. And I'm like, that was a that was not the like it's a screaming. <laughs> I didn't know wind could scream and could scream bloody murder. So it wasn't the kids outside. Oh fuck. All the downstairs windows were closed, but she heard it clear as day come down the stairs from my room. She thought I was hurt and almost ran up to see what was wrong when I called out to her. She knew about the creepy things in the house and tried to spare my 10-year-old self from being scarred for life by pretending it was nothing. Well, that was nice, at least. Even after we found the gun, she kept us in the dark about anything paranormal that happened there. We only knew of one woman who died in the house, and it was from natural causes, but I can't shake the feeling that more went on there than anyone will ever know. I have more crazy stories, but this email has already turned into a novel. Love your podcast. Keep the, sh the spooks coming. And kiss baby G for me, oh, Haven. I have chills. That's super creepy. That was a trip it was a trip god oh ew ew and then finding a revolver in the wall 
Which kind of gives you an inclination of how that woman may have died or how someone died that wasn't natural causes. I I would imagine that in my head, that means that someone got shot. Well, if it was loaded, Mm. then it wasn't shot. Right? I like to think there was one missing. Okay. (laughs) I like to think so. I think so. In the prequel that I'm going to write, that's what it's going to say. A revolver in the attic wall. Oh my God. This is a great story. A revolver in the attic and a pelvis on the trail. I love that story. So heartwarming. Anyway, thank you, Haven. Thank you, Haven. That was really good. Holy shit. Okay. Next. This is from... Megan. Yep. Fuck. (laughs) JK, Megan. Megan with an H? No H. Good. (laughs) Um, I would say... We've met so many Megans on our tour. It's hilarious. So many people during Mean Greets are like, I'm Megan. And we're like, get the fuck off our stage. (laughs) I love it so much. You Megans are so cute. Okay. This is called The Ex-Con and My Failed Escape from a Moving Car. Uh-oh. Failed? Mm-hmm. Shit. Hi, all. I love your podcast. I am currently on episode 75. It has helped me get through my boring office work for the last several months. Well, here's my story. I grew up in a very small town in Wisconsin, population 1,925. Oh, perfect. So, very specific. <laughs> so when my friend Ashley invited me on a road trip out of town to Oshkosh, I couldn't resist. And when you left, there was only 1,924 yeah. <laughs> people left. The little ticker went down. All right. <laughs> uh, road trip to Oshkosh. Oshkosh, but gosh, man. Man. On our drive, my friend's mom mentioned that we were staying with Ashley's cousin and her new boyfriend, Kelly. She didn't know much about him except that he was just released after serving 12 years in jail in California. Good night. Good job, mom. <laughs> and that we shouldn't judge until we really get to know him. True, but also I would not i would want to check you out with my child yeah i would maybe want to check before i put my let him know i say hi (laughs) right 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 being 13 at the time and super trusting when kelly invited ashley and me to the store for sodas and snacks we thought nothing of it and went along okay i don't like this at all (laughs) my friend sat in the front seat and i sat directly behind her we were driving for about five minutes when we passed a grocery store and then a gas station as he turned onto the interstate heading out of town oh fuck and it's just how many people are in this car it's all four of them no it's her her friend and her friend's cousin kelly who's driving oh but not the actual cousin yeah her friend and then the friend's cousin oh i see i see see, see. so the two cousins or no sorry oh shit you're right not the cousin the cousin's boyfriend is driving so it's just her and her friend and then this like random stranger that just got out of jail and then this man named kelly yes sorry exactly um right i believe as far as i can tell at this point i start to freak out because we were just supposed to be running to the store for quick snacks this was before either of us had a cell phone or a wait can you imagine how pissed the other girl's mom must be like oh you said you're going on a road trip not that you would be dropping them off with right. an ex-convict <laughs> right. with no cell phone this was before either of us had a cell phone or a way to privately text each other about what the fuck was going on i remember tapping the back of my friend's seat and scooting up as far as i could she turned her head with her ear towards the back the radio was playing loudly enough for me to whisper what the fuck why are we on the interstate she couldn't really say anything but using the mirror on her side she made a motion with her head at the door i will never forget the look in her eyes wide open and filled with fear i whispered again if he slows we jump oh this is terrifying i am so mesmerized by this story it's the scariest thing yes it felt like a lifetime, but it was probably only five minutes when we see a sign for an exit and Kelly flips the blinker. We got to the end of the road and the light was red. I slipped off my seatbelt, had my hand on the door handle, fully prepared to jump when I hear him say, It's too bad they stopped selling alcohol in our county after 9 p.m. It's annoying to have to make this trip for beer. I remember gasping and then loudly saying, That's why we passed the other gas station. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> my heart was beating so fast I could feel it in my neck. I was fully prepared to jump and make a run for it. 
even after we picked out our snacks and got back in the car. Oh my god. <laughs> the whole trip back, I was holding my breath. Turns out he was actually a decent person and was locked up for a nonviolent drug-related charge. Fuck. Anywho, hope you enjoyed my... <laughs> my adrenaline was at a thousand percent. Megan! That is such a Megan, Megan! move. Megan! Let me ruin it and scream what we were thinking! <sighs> wow. Uh, anywho, hope you enjoyed my story of the time I almost ran out of a running car. I also have stories about my haunted childhood home and my Ouija board antics, but those are for another day. Megan, team milkshake. Yeah, I'd be team milkshake too if this was fucking I'd be driving, team booze. <laughs> driving for beer all the way on the other side of the county. Oh my gosh. That is fucking... Well, I'm glad you're not dead, Megan. Me too. I was getting real scared there. You really uh, I was threw like, us for a loop. My goodness. Well... God damn it, Megan. Whew. All right. Thanks for that. Thank you. That was the last one. Right? That was the last one. All right. Thank you uh, to all lovely six of you. Uh, Yay. I, we appreciate your stories. Thank you guys so much for writing in. If you guys do, like I said earlier, want to write in your personal story, you can do it. And that's why we drink at gmail.com. And Eva may or may not put you into a uh, themed a 70s list. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. And happy May. Bye. Mwah. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.